Good, mor <clears throat> Good morning. Welcome to the Lord's service to us by way of his name and, and word as we celebrate uh, uh, St. Lucia Day. We're going to learn more about how those clothed with the saintliness of Christ, how that bears fruit in our lives. Before that, though, we have a learn by heart schedule. So I'd ask all of you to go to page 323 in your hymnal. 323. And we're going to review the third article of the Creed today, page 323. The third article. Go.
The first reading for St. Lucia, Martyr, is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Let the one who boasts, boast in the Lord. For it is not the one who commends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord commends. I wish you would bear with me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me. I feel a divine jealousy for you, for I betrothed you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. O Lord, have mercy on us. The second reading is taken from the 25th chapter of Matthew. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them. But the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a cry, Here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the vir those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourselves. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came, also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. O Lord, have mercy on us. Forever, O Lord, your word is firmly set in the heavens. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from that second reading from Matthew with special emphasis on the following words. The wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. This is our text. Well, dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, when I was a little boy, I was afraid of the dark. Any of you afraid of the dark? 
Anybody ever been afraid of the dark? I was really afraid of the dark. Now we had a toy room in our basement, and the light switch for that room was such that when you turned it off at night, you had to go a long way through the dark to get where there was another light at the steps around the corner. And of course, my brothers always bailed on me and left me to be the one to shut the light off. I was the younger one. And I remember, I remember that very clearly, that I'd get close to the light, I'd get ready to run, and I'd switch the light off and I'd run as fast as I can, as fast as I could, to get to the corner to see the light because I was afraid of what I thought was a, a boogeyman, right? Someone who might hurt me. Because in the dark you can't see and there's, there's maybe things that can hurt you, right? And so I was afraid. At this time of year, many people in Scandinavian countries, that's in the northern hemisphere, way up north, they're living on the edge of darkness. With 21 hours of night in some areas, that means there's only three hours of light, 21 hours of night, and only six to seven hours of daylight in the brightest parts of the region, winters can be cold and long, even colder and longer than us who live in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Now, St. Lucia's Day, now celebrated December 13th, once fell on the winter solstice, which if you don't know, that is the shortest day of the year. That's when it's darkest. Lucia, she came to symbolize hope and a return of light to the world. She was a Christian. She trusted Jesus, who is the light of the world. And he, he came to scatter the darkness of our sin and death, right? So she came to symbolize that hope. In fact, in Advent, we have the color blue, right? I don't know if you know this. Blue is the color of hope. Blue is the color of heaven. Jesus comes to bring healing in his wings, to bring the certain hope of life together with him and one another in heaven throughout all eternity because of what he's done for us in his suffering, death, and resurrection. Now, like the five virgins that you heard about in that second reading for today, like them, Lucia carried with her the oil of the gospel of Jesus Christ that fueled her lamp of faith as she waited for the bridegroom, Jesus, the son of righteousness as he is known, to return with his light that scatters the darkness and with his life that conquers even death. The actual story of St. Lucia reaches into the dark days of history. 
Lucia was a young woman of noble birth from the Sicilian city of Syracuse, and she came from a very wealthy family. Her family had a lot of money. They were very rich. Now, with the name derived from Lucius, meaning light, that's what her name means, Lucia was a Christian who happened to live during the reign of a Roman emperor named Diocletian. Now, he was an evil ruler who sought to eradicate Christianity, sought to get rid of it. So if you said that you believe in Jesus Christ, he would have you persecuted and killed. And by the way, there are some rulers like that today in other parts of the world that if you were to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, they would seek to hurt you, persecute you, put you in jail, and even maybe kill you. Now, according to tradition, St. Lucia, she made her way through dangerous, the dangerous darkness foisted upon the world by this emperor. She made her way through the darkness to take food to Christians, Christians hiding from persecution. Unlike me, she was brave when she went through that dark way, a way full of danger and harm. Why did she do that? Well, she had a lamp to lead her way, right? Do you know in the scriptures what it says? Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Yeah. She knew that Jesus went with her. She wasn't afraid of the dark, baptized into Christ. She knew that God was with her and that she had access to the oil of the gospel that kept the flame of her faith burning in love and care for others. For you see, when the word of God is having its way with us, we can't help put our, but put ourselves on the line and love others as God and Christ has loved us. Like the wise virgins of our text, she was faithful in keeping her lamp filled with the oil of Jesus. In other words, she did her daily devotions. Right, eighth graders? Every day, we tap into the word of God. And that word of God scatters the darkness of our own sins, of the sins of, that cause shame, of the sins of, of, of people that have done things against us. It, it scatters the darkness of that sin. That's why every day we access these gifts. We look to the scriptures. For through the scriptures, through the word of God, we have light and life. We can come into the light. We can say we have sinned and know that the Lord forgives us. Right? And that's why every Lord's Day we come together and access the gifts of our Lord. To have that comfort and peace. That Lucia had, that we might be lights in a dark world as we carry Jesus' love and, and blessing to others. 
Now, when Lucia refused to marry a young pagan to whom she was betrothed, a pagan is an unbeliever, someone who doesn't believe in Jesus, and she was supposed to marry this guy, this unbeliever, but she refused because early on in her life, she decided she wanted to remain single, a virgin, and to devote her life to Christ. So when the guy asked her to marry her, she said no. She didn't want to marry an unbeliever. She didn't want to be married at all. This angered this young man. And we know that he didn't really love her because he turned her into the authorities as being one of those Christians. By the way, because her family was wealthy, this meant that he wasn't going to get a lot of money either from the bride price. He was very mean to her and awful to her. So, as a result of her being turned into the authorities, those who carried out the demands of the emperor Diocletian, she was tortured. She was persecuted. They did terrible things to her. And then they killed her. Now, on the cover of the bulletin, you see that she's clothed with white. And by the way, whenever you see a baptism, often you'll see the child clothed in white, meaning clothed with the saintliness or goodness of Jesus Christ, right? And when you're baptized, Jesus promises, I will be with you always. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. He, he enfolds us in his goodness, and he promises that he's going to be with us come what may. So that's why she's robed in white. Her sins are covered. And God is with her with his goodness. And then also she has the, uh, the wreath with the candles burning on it. Now, Lucy over there, her name is um, from St. Lucia. Your name means light. I thought about putting a wreath on your head and lighting some candles. But then I worried about burning your hair, so I didn't want to do that. But the candles, there's candles associated with baptism too, right? How many of you received a, a candle when you were baptized? Yeah. And the candle reminds you that you have the light of Christ that can be not snuffed out in death. And we light that candle every year as a reminder that you're baptized into Christ and, and nothing and no one can take that light and life away from you. You see, when Lucia was murdered, this was not the end of her. For as darkness cannot diminish even one flickering candle, not even one, so a mighty Caesar cannot extinguish, extinguish the witness of a young girl who confesses a king that's greater than the kings of this world. Who's the king of kings and lord of lords? It's Jesus. And you know, we're reminded about that with the Christus Rex, the Jesus on the cross, the, the king on the cross, he's wearing a crown. And he's on the cross because his reign or rule is different than Diocletian. 
His is a reign of love and forgiveness and peace. And he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. So you can rest secure no matter what dark days or darkness you have to deal with. Jesus goes with you, and he has disarmed the forces or the dominion of darkness. Lucia's eternal testimony, like that of many martyrs of her age, proclaimed to the world that we Christians have overcome death by the death of Christ, and that through Christ, in Christ, by Christ, and yes, even with Christ, we have eternal life. Remember what the Apostle Paul says? Neither life nor death, neither angels nor demons, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So like St. Lucia, we share in his light, and we stand defiant against the darkness of the grave. In other words, there's no reason anymore to be afraid of the dark. The light that illumined the heart and soul of a Sicilian maiden also shines within each of you, not by virtue of anything that is because of you, but by virtue of everything that is in Jesus. The powers of darkness thought they had snuffed out that light when Jesus died on the cross, but they were wrong, for he rose from the dead and now brings us light and life. They can't snuff out those who confess and bear witness to his light either. No one can snuff you out. Will you be called to speak your testimony before kings, magistrates, or those in high positions of authority? That is not for us to say. But like Lucia, if so, you will not be put to shame. On this St. Lucia's day, be reminded, enlightened, and encouraged by the Lord who gives you his saintliness, his goodness, that the God of peace, who himself sanctifies you completely, he will make your whole spirit and soul and body kept blameless, will be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you is faithful, and he will surely do it. You will make it through the darkness of sin and death into the light of life with God and one another throughout all eternity. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
be seated for the offering and the signing of the Friendship Register.
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Draw up our hearts, O Lord, to make ready the way of your only begotten Son, that by his coming we may be enabled to serve you with pure minds. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, by whose grace and power your holy martyr, Lucia, triumphed over suffering and remained faithful unto death, Grant us, who now remember her with thanksgiving, to be so true in our witness to you in this world, that we may receive with her new eyes without tears and the crown of light and life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by your governance may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. 